You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on this season of Bachelor in Paradise and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 363. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate you listening to this podcast on a weekly basis. Got a good show for you today. We're going to talk to Stephanie Parker and Jackie Maroney from the She's All Batch podcast. You know them. You love them. I know you listen to their podcast, so check it out if you don't. And we'll get to talking to them momentarily. So I wanted to lay it out for you. If you did not listen to the Daily Roundup, which was posted a couple hours ago, I am going to have your Bachelor in Paradise spoilers on my Instagram feed today. Finally in writing. You've had it in my Twitter feed from back in July. I put it on my Instagram stories back in July, but that deletes after 24 hours. And for whatever reason, even though all of you all season long have been DMing me or leaving messages in my captions about on my um, comments about where your Bachelor in Paradise spoilers, I just have not gotten around to putting it in written form. Now, I'm going to put them out. They're on my Instagram feed already and just if you you know skim through it or whatever don't read it this is just what i know there's clearly other things and other people you might be like oh what happened to this relationship or what happened to this girl or this guy what's their end result on paradise all i put out there is what i know and if i hear anything more throughout the season then i'll add that as well but we've only got about four weeks left i'm probably not gonna hear much more but you have your main things that happen this season in terms of with rachel and blake and who are the engaged couples and uh, you know a few other things that happen but other than that that's your main thing of what happens in the show and like i said the engaged couples have been out there i put that out there on july 17th so i guess a lot of people just either don't follow on twitter or forgot I put it in my stories because the amount of people that say where the Bachelor in Paradise spoilers is mind boggling. So, but it is my fault. I did not put it up until uh, uh, until today. So it's on my Instagram feed right now. So go check that out. And I'm going to put it in my highlights as well, even though I don't really need to if it's on the feed because it's not going anywhere. But just know that um, the Golden Bachelor's schedule was made official yesterday. And the funny thing was I talked about it in my daily roundup saying. I got to believe this thing ends in three weeks. Like tonight's going to be hometown dates. Then they're going to have the women till all next week. And then on the 16th, they're going to have the finale. Well, they're actually going to go through Thanksgiving. So tonight is hometowns. Next week is women till all, which taped last week. The following week, November 16th, is going to be a one-hour show. And it's going to be the overnight dates. Then they're going to take Thanksgiving week off and come back on Thursday the 30th with a two-hour finale. So that's what they announced yesterday. Kind of weird that they're taking a week off only to air one more episode after the fact, but that's what they're deciding to do. They announced that yesterday. They have not announced what the schedule is for the remainder of Bachelor in Paradise, so we'll have to keep an eye out for that. But if we know now that there's going to be a two-hour finale on November 30th for the Golden Bachelor, there's no way they're just going to, on the back end, give the Bachelor in Paradise finale one hour. So my guess is 
the Bachelor in Paradise finale is going to air the following week, either the 7th or maybe even in two weeks after that on the 14th. It won't go to the 21st. That's way, way too late. But it'll it'll probably end on the 7th or the 14th. And, um, yeah, so keep that in mind going forward with these two shows. As for Joey's season, I do not know who got eliminated at Final Four on Tuesday night. They are headed overseas. I don't know where they're headed just yet. Hopefully I'll find out before they land or before they start filming wherever they are filming overnights and a final rose ceremony. But I will keep you updated on that because I know that's the next big thing that you want to know about Joey's season is, hey, who got eliminated at final four? Now, once I do find that out, we know that they keep the final three women and even the final three men on Bachelorette season. We we know that they keep them there until all of filming is over. So just know that for the next two weeks, unless pictures get out from wherever the hell they are, and pictures usually don't get out during overnight dates and final rose ceremonies. So I would be really surprised if they did. There's always a possibility. It could, but don't count on it. So after I find out who got eliminated at four, you're probably not going to have any new information until they are done filming, which should be in about two weeks. So... Keep that in mind, and especially once they're done filming, I'm not going to know the next day, obviously, who won. It's going to take time, and we know that Joey's season probably isn't going to start airing till the third Monday in January, so just keep that in mind. I might have everything before the season starts. I might not find out who Joey chose until midway through the season. I just don't know yet. Every season is different. I say this all the time. Two weeks before Michelle's season even started airing, you knew that she chose Nate and was engaged to Nate. I didn't know about Gabby and Rachel till five episodes through the season. Same with Charity. I didn't know till like week five or six, and it was confirmed that she was with Dotton. So it's hit or miss. Every season, I just I cannot give you an exact date of when I'm going to know. I just know that I'm going to find out at some point. So I understand a lot of you are impatient. I understand a lot of you need to know the second show ends filming. And, you know, the only thing you'll get once filming ends is all the women for Joey's season will be turning on their Instagrams at the same time and be able to go back to public. So you can then scour through their all their inner Instagram photos and determine who you like and who you don't like based on that, which is utterly ridiculous. But I know you're going to do it. You do it every season. I would just say ease up. You know, just because somebody posts pictures or whatever, unless it's literally like offensive stuff. But if you don't think that most of these women are going to have thirst trap pictures all over their all over their Instagram page, you're probably kidding yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. They all do. So get ready for it. But yeah, that'll be happening whenever the season ends. Usually a couple days later is when they are able to all turn on their Instagrams at the same time and basically go back to public. And then you can see what's been hidden this whole time. So um, just keep that in mind. It's a thing. Happens every season. And I will let you know as soon as I can find out um, the ending of the season. I'm sure I'll find out the ending of the season before I find out what happened in episodes one through four because you know everything that's happened in episodes five through eight right now, which is eight is hometown dates. And well, you're waiting on what happens at the end of uh, hometown dates and who got eliminated, but 
you have the post out there that you know exactly the 12 women that went to Spain. You know the 10 women that went to Montreal. You know the six women that went to Jasper, Alberta, Canada. And then you know the four that got hometowns. So all we're waiting for right now is who got eliminated at four. And then hopefully I'll find out the ending of the show and then work my way backwards of, okay, what happened in those first four episodes, which is three in L.A., and then the one episode in episode four in Malta. So I will let you know all of that stuff as soon as I find it out. All right, let's get going. Podcast number 363. Okay, let's bring them in. Um, you know them from the She's All Batch podcast. They are multi-time guests on this show. It is Stephanie Parker and Jackie Maroney. Ladies, thanks for coming on. Yay. Hi, thanks for having us. We love coming on. So I want to start out with this. Let's start with you, Stephanie. Um, there are two shows currently going on in Bachelor Nation, Bachelor in Paradise and Golden Bachelor. I want to know which one are you enjoying more? Oh, gosh, that's such a good question. I God, I know that Bachelor in Paradise is getting a lot of shit this season. Um, I'm so torn. I mean, I think I have to say Golden Bachelor. I'm enjoying a little bit more. It's definitely the newer, fresher option. But I have been liking Bachelor in Paradise, too. I'm not hating on it like everyone else seems to be. Uh, it's bringing the drama, even if the drama is a little bit manipulated. But I will say, overall, I think Golden Bachelor has been more of a fun watch. Also, I like that Golden Bachelor is an hour. That's just more of an easy option for me. Jackie? Um, totally. I would say Golden Bachelor for me as well, just kind of reiterating Stephanie's points. I just love that it's like fresh and fun and it's something different we've never seen before. And I think they really cast such a great group of women who have been fun. It's been great to see like the friendships that they have um, all developed while being on the show together. And I think my biggest complaint about Bachelor in Paradise, while I'm still enjoying it, it's just that like the drama I feel like has become so so manufactured and it's so obvious now to someone who's been watching the show for years and years that I just wish they would like, like sometimes I kind of find myself questioning. I'm like, do, do they think we're dumb? Like, do, do they think that we don't realize that this is all kind of being like orchestrated behind the scenes? I wish they would let things play out more organically to get like more organic drama because the stuff that they're kind of forcing is feeling very forced. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I certainly look at it and, you know, that for, for two seasons in a row, they had us believing Claire was talking to a raccoon and a lizard and stuff. <laughs> right. you know? So it's like, I that is just expected for me. I mean, we get it every season, so that one, True. it really doesn't change much for me. My only issue with Paradise this season, and I, and I, and I, I hate to do this because this show... We, we know the show has a pecking order. It's very high school clicky, and a lot, totally. a lot is determined on how you last on the regular show. Like if you're a night one eliminatee or night rose ceremony number two, you're looked at as less important than someone who lasts long. But when you get down to Paradise, it just seems like for the previous eight seasons of Paradise, there were five to seven contestants that, I don't know, maybe had star power and were yeah. really like, oh, wow, I, I'm so glad to see them down on the beach. A lot of the drama that we're seeing this season from the women and the men are occurring between contestants that were like two or three. Like, I don't think people remember anything about them. That doesn't say that doesn't mean they can't have a storyline down in paradise. Mm -hmm. 
But when, you know, the person who's narrated the most this season, I mean, I, I'd have to go check Bachelor Data's uh, screen time Instagram posts, but Olivia Lewis is like narrating this whole season and nobody remembered yeah. who she was. Now, she's entertaining for sure. And I think she's funny, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of people tune into Bachelor in Paradise to see their favorites from the show. And it's not their fault that, you know, Gabby went off and basically got a boyfriend and Ariel's been traveling the world since her season. Uh, those are two big names that didn't go down to Paradise this year. It just it just feels like it's lacking star power. Yeah, I totally agree. And, like, why do you think that is? Like, do you think they're having a hard time now getting people to want to go back to the beach? Because I can't imagine that would be the case well i mean gabby i think has admitted that she wasn't in the headspace to go down to paradise at the mm. time and but ariel seems to just have i mean she has a boyfriend now but it seems to have separated herself from the franchise because she doesn't really even talk about it on her post and i'm and i'm talking about before everything um going on in israel because she's been very very uh vocal about that and good for her but before that, she just ever since like she her uh, ever since Zach's finale aired, it doesn't even seem like Ariel's been in this country. So, um, right. so yeah, I don't know. It seems like those two just were never gonna go. Um, but I just look at the cast and I'm like, there's not outside of Rachel and Blake. I don't think there's a and and Avon and Tyler. Not really anybody that reached the final four of their particular season then. Or and Aaron Bryant, so it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it just seems like it's it's missing something when you look at the past seasons, and we got some of these big names down there and, and engagements and stuff like that. And you know, we'll get engagements yeah. this year, but it's are people going to be really thrilled about these engagements? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Totally. What, well, I feel like that was the issue with um like the first episode. I think that's why the season had a very slow start. Like there wasn't some like big thing happened on the first episode it was a love triangle between olivia kylie and um will yeah three people who like now we know very well but like on night one i probably i probably couldn't tell you any of their names yeah and it, it's just a bizarre choice to focus on that for the premiere i feel like they should have just been making different choices yeah, I mean, like, like, look, Will is somebody that lasted. I don't, I don't, I don't know the exact episodes, but he was like three or four episodes on Michelle, who was two years ago. Uh, Olivia, we know, was a one night eliminatee on on Zach's season, and Kylie lasted, uh, you know, maybe four or five episodes on on uh, Zach's season as well. It's just like, okay, like I said, I don't want to. It sounds like I'm just insulting these people because they haven't lasted long, and I'm playing into the stereotype of, hey, you're not important, you're not part of the cool kids club. But um, when you watch this show, I think a lot of people want to see some of the bigger names who just haven't really gotten it. I don't know. Um, yeah. But with that, you know, they also did dedicate a lot of time to a woman's bowel movements. It was just like, okay, let's. This is it's enough about this stupid storyline with Sam. You know, I, I. Totally. <laughs> it's like. It's okay to bring it up once, but to carry it over through two episodes and then and the thing was like I didn't even know the spoiler to this to the Sam storyline. It was really weird because I actually thought like in the moment watching this, I'm like, huh, okay, when the countdown hits zero I, I was shocked that it was just like, Yep, still haven't pooped, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> I was like, Wait, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I was like, What 
I thought she was going to stay or at least do something and nothing. And I was just like, wow, that was a very anticlimactic payoff to. Right. We said that on our show, actually, that like they obviously knew when editing the show that that's how it ends, that she doesn't poop and she has to leave, but still chose to dedicate that much time to it. And it was just, again, such a bizarre choice. Like if she stayed and she got like this big, like redemption arc and she finally pooped and she feels great on the beach like sure sure like maybe show us that much but like to know that like it just ends and she goes home that was a real shitty choice oh good one good one but um um, (laughs) but yeah you know i look i've never had an issue like that for 10 days at least it's amazing because it sounds like i mean she's taken to social media and people are just like how could you not go in 10 days and she's like look they gave me everything it's it is kind of Ugh. amazing. Like, how did they? I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know about her insides, but my gosh, they said she said they gave her everything to try and make it happen, and nothing would work. And I'm just like, I I don't know if it was the water down there or the food or what, but man, feel bad for her. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do, do you guys know? Do you guys know the spoilers or no? Well, we did a spoiler episode with you. Yeah. Did, did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah steve i know we, i know um, i was on i i can't okay because sometimes wait, I mix you know what your patreon versus your regular show yeah so it was so we did um a paradise spoiler episode on our patreon but you ah. know what's funny well i could speak freely here right because it's yeah. reality steve so it doesn't matter okay so i forgot something that you told me so i remember i texted you and i was like i said something about oh, yeah, yeah i think so. uh cat ending up with tanner yeah and i was like oh uh, someone just dm'd me and said they saw tanner on hinge so like that's a huge that's huge news right because cat leaves with tanner and you're like cat doesn't leave with tanner and i was like oh i i guess i forgot but i liked that i forgot because i feel like when i forget the spoilers i give more authentic um recaps of the show but then you reminded me that she i could just say it this is so weird i could just openly talk but she, <laughs> she's engaged to john henry yeah yeah, and that's that and, is and so we, weird. And we start. Wait, s- why did I think Kat was engaged to Tanner too? Probably, like, probably because Stephanie forgot, told. Probably because Stephanie told you, or that's what she yeah. thought. Well, no, you were on the call too. We just both forgot. I think we both just mixed them up because they're both two guys that are good looking from the show who we don't remember from the actual show. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that's what I mean. And Jackie, you know, knowing that and knowing that, you know, this has been the spoiler that's out there a while was that Kat got engaged to John Henry. It is it is weird to watch her edit for the first four episodes, knowing that she's one of their, you know, engagements at the end. And then again, you know, it's it's one of these things where it's John Henry like, okay, (laughs) you know, it's like another guy that was totally nondescript from charity season like. I don't even remember him getting an ITM during charity season, let alone yeah, right? lasting no. two or three episodes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you want to cheer for the engaged couples or you want to see happy endings. Are people really going to be that thrilled that Kat and John Henry get engaged at the end of this thing? I don't think they will. And like, obviously, so this comes out Thursday. So the show is airing tonight. Yeah. And Kat apparently moves on with John Henry in this episode. I don't think there's enough time between now and the finale that people are going to be able to rally behind her at this point. Cause like, I think she's kind of, you know, she had Brayden and she had Tanner and now moving on. Like, I just don't think there's enough time for people to be really excited about them. It's too late. Yeah. I don't even know how many right. episodes like, we have. Go ahead, Jackie. 
No, I was just going to say, especially because, like, when we talk about this a little bit in our episode, like, the amount of time that they have spent not only, like, obviously, Kat has done enough things to not come off super great in these past few episodes, but she also has been really vocal on Twitter about how um, they're really, like, fabricating how bad she's looked and like calling out certain edits of like things like airing out of order and so they're going out of their way to make her look so much worse than i think she actually acted and then to know that she ends up being one of the engaged couples it really makes me question like what are they trying to do here it's like don't you want us to be excited for the final couples why would you spend some episodes going out of your way to add worse of an edit to cats already like questionably not so great behavior so i really find myself constantly wondering like the the people higher up at this show like they seem to have kind of like lost their way on like what they want the audience to be like focused on or what they think the audience wants to see it's very strange yeah i mean we've always known that paradise is always way less serious than the bachelor and bachelorette it's a lot more fun however the cat thing is interesting i mean the um the, the the wonky editing and showing things out of sequence and stuff like that, like that happens every season, but it is surprising they're doing it with someone this season, Kat, who they know is from the very beginning, they've known since they started editing this thing, mm-hmm. this is one of our engaged couples. Like that's the thing that's right. surprising to me. Not that they're manipulating how she plays with her hair and then her hair's up when she meets some, you know. No, That stuff is like, yeah, so okay, like- that happens every season, you know. Yeah, I know, but it's just like they're turning us against someone who that you would think we would want yeah. to root for. You would think, yeah, yeah. They'd be, they would do it, you know, like the Brendan and Piper stuff, like showing them as villains right. when they, you know, ended up leaving. It's like, okay, you kind of dug your own grave there. Cat really didn't totally. do anything wrong in the, in the clips that they've um, manipulated, but sh- she did give them some TV gold and has made herself out to be a target for the way she speaks to the camera and, you know, kind of is very hypocritical in how she handled the Braden breakup versus what happened with Tanner. Like she literally got mad at Braden for going out on a date and not speaking to her. And then she did the same exact thing with Tanner rolled around. So I don't, that just seems weird. Seems hypocritical. Unless totally. I missed something. I mean, I wait, it was, it was Tanner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tanner comes down and she immediately goes out with him. When she was with Brayden, with yeah, Brayden. yeah, and she got mad at Brayden for going out on a date with. Well, according to a tweet that Cat posted, that was oh, yeah. the actual no, a deleted tweet yeah, that deleted we covered tweet. <laughs> on "She's All Batch." Um, she says that she did talk to Brayden, yeah, and that. Uh, so I just feel like this season, more than ever, I don't believe anything I'm seeing, like everything if you don't see it coming out of their mouth and they're actually speaking on camera and you see both people in the scene i don't believe that they actually said it to that person i mean even like going back but like just with her um i was bloated so i put a one piece on like she they just dubbed that line over her saying it and she says it to two people but she doesn't say it to two people it's just silly like the choices that they're making i just don't get why i actually think like claire talking to the raccoon we were all in on that joke. It was funny. And we obviously know she's not really talking to a raccoon. But, like, the bloating of Jess, like, people were like, why does she keep talking about how bloated she is? And people don't seem to see through the edit that much. I don't even so remember if – I don't even know if Jess said that to one of the guys. 
did, think she did. I so I I on did my she Instagram say it to one of the guys or did she say it yeah. in, a, in, a, in a voiceover and they just dubbed it twice? Well, so there's two. So both of the scenes that she says it, it's the back of her walking. If you yeah. look on my Instagram, you can you can see it. She saw Batch go follow. Um, but it, it's relevant in the scene with Tanner because he goes, "Oh, love your bathing suit, love the blue," and oh. she says, "Thanks, I was bloated today, so I put a one piece on." That makes sense. Then she's walking with Tyler, and he and he goes, "How are you?" She said, I was bloated, so I put a one piece on. Like, that doesn't make sense in that <laughs> context. Like, why would you just randomly say that? But all people saw was just that she kept saying it, and it looked weird that she kept saying it. Yeah, that's right. And I, I remember when you posted the clip, I was like, okay, she clearly didn't say it on the second one, but now I'm even questioning if she said it the first time because we're technically not even seeing her say it. Right. We're, we're hearing it. I mean, I believe it. she said it once, but I guess. There's going to be conspiracy theorists out there that think she's never said it. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, I'm really wondering. And you know, I, I'm. I also feel like, <clears throat> you know, we we've always had Bachelor in Paradise be a two hour show. That's that doesn't change anything for me. Um, but I also feel like, I think we're four episodes in. Tonight is number five. To fact that we've only had two rose ceremonies. We, the, you know, the, the the guys have given out roses once and the girls have given out roses once. And we're only at two rose ceremonies. I also don't feel like a lot of people have come down to the beach either. I mean, we've had, yeah, we've had people come down and they brought down the, the girl from Canada last week. And it also just seems like there hasn't been as many people in the past. But yet I know that there still is a lot that end up coming down this season. So... I'm I, I'm confused on because I don't know how many episodes there are. Last year they gave us like about halfway through the season they ran down the schedule for the rest of the year, but I don't know what their schedule is unless it's just going to be if their finale is going to air the same night as Gary's finale. But Gary only has three episodes left, so I gotta believe Paradise is longer. I I just don't know. I'm just very confused on where we're at this season. Yeah, and they've weirdly chosen to waste a lot of time bringing down people that obviously are, like, not going to date on the beach, like the whole Hannah Brown thing, and then we see um, this next episode is going to be charity, and that also is a, a weird choice to me, because I'm like, why are we wasting time bringing down people who are not going to, like, further add to, like, the collective on the beach? Yeah, I mean, and clearly they're brought down for you know, drama reasons, Hannah with promo, her thing. And for the promo to be like, yeah. oh my God, Charity. Oh my God, she's not with Dalton. But it's like anyone who's been following the show knows like that's the oldest trick in the book. So it's just like they're really playing these like tired games with us. And I guess Charity's thing is all about getting in Aaron's head because he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's going so well with Eliza. It's just like, it's also like clockwork. And this is nothing new. This is something the show's done for eight seasons. The second you see mm -hmm. a great couple on the beach, and we see them talking about, oh, things are going so well between us. The next person down, literally the next <laughs> scene of feet walking down the steps is someone that's coming in to ruin or at least yeah. drive a wedge between that relationship. And that's what they're going to do with Aaron next week. They're going to fuck with his head and bring down Charity. We know he's not going to pine over Charity. And we know at that point Charity was an engaged woman. But to the average fan in the promos, they're going to see her. Same thing with Katie coming down later on this season. I mean, even even after I had given out the spoiler that Katie did not come down to date, how many people, when the promo ran for right. this season, said, oh, my God, Katie's going down there to date? Like, it's like, no. That stuff drives me nuts. 
like the Hannah Brown stuff though, how like everyone's like, Oh my God, like this is so great. She's coming down to date. And I'm like, guys, how does everyone not know? I, I don't get it. I truly don't get it. Yeah. And she wasn't even in a new relationship. She'd been with that Adam guy yeah. for over a year, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, and I can't remember timeline wise. Were they, was she engaged to Adam in June or did they get, in, I think they got engaged after she went down to paradise. Now that I think so about she it. got engaged after, so while she was, when she filmed it, she was um, not engaged, but by the time it aired, she was engaged. So yes. everyone watching at home knows, knows that this is crap, but people on the beach thought, well, may, I guess she could have broken up with the guy. But like, what are the odds I know that she's th- already broken up and coming down to the beach? I know this is somewhat of a tangent, but it, Hannah, we're talking about Hannah Brown. <laughs> And she was on Special Forces last season. Are you guys watching Special Forces this season or no? No. You don't watch I it? I haven't been. No. Well, damn it. <laughs> Why? What happened? Let's still go on a tangent. Let's I guess, talk. I guess we can't talk about Special show. Forces then. Um, no, we can. Well, we yeah, some well, of the clips and stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only only seven of the 14 that started or left. Um, Is Nick there? He's still there. Ugh. Um, Unfortunately. I kidding. Ba- based on the edit, though, that is going to air in the net in net because tonight when we're recording is Monday night. Uh, it's not on tonight because of the World Series. So next week it returns. Um, I've, I've seen the screener for next week's episode. And by the way that they are editing it, I tend to think that Nick does not get to the end this season. I feel like he's going to voluntarily voluntarily withdraw like the seven previous people uh have already this season so um i have a feeling he's either going to voluntarily withdraw or he will have a uh, medical condition that forces him to because in the episode that we'll see on november 6th you see his body is starting to shut down and so keep that in mind but tyler cameron is killing it jojo siwa is killing it uh bodie miller is killing it those are probably the three that get to the end is my guess unless bodie Bodie doesn't like being <clears throat> yelled at by instructors, so he might just quit because he doesn't like that. But Tyler and JoJo are 1,000% getting to the end uh, unless something physically happens to them and they get injured. That's my mm-hmm. take right now. Um, How's Tom Sandoval doing? <laughs> he's actually doing really well, which is surprising to me. Um, Sandoval has yeah. been uh, he's been doing well. He is a possibility. He's actually another one that could make it to the end. Um but yeah, he's he's surprising. But the seven, so that leaves. So there's so the seven that are left are Tyler, Nick, <clears throat> Bodie Miller, Jack Osborne, Tom Sandoval, and there's only two women left, and that's JoJo Siwa and Aaron Jackson, who's a U.S. Uh, speed skater. But she's not going to make it to the end. So yeah, I, I I would think two or three, just like last season. I don't know if you saw, but Hannah Brown and uh, Carly Lloyd from the U.S. women's soccer team were the two winners, quote unquote. And, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's really interesting because it's it's real. It's like, you know, we the funny thing is we talk about all the manipulation on BIP and all this stuff. There's no editing tricks on special forces. Like, it is literally just a boot camp, and they're filming it. And it's like, here you go. This is what happened to these people in the middle of, you know, climbing up a, a mountain or whatever. You can't – there's no trickery in this, and that's why I kind of really enjoy it. You guys would like it, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's refreshing right. to hear that they're – I think like we need to lean more into that these days of just like letting the natural drama happen. 
So, Jackie, what about Dance with the Stars? Please tell me you're, you're watching that. <laughs> no, I don't watch it. We're very busy with Bachelor in uh, Paradise and Golden Bachelor. What do you want a girl to do? But that's Thursday, We watch Love that's, is Blind. We that, can talk about that. See, I don't watch Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the Thursday nights. Oh, speaking of that, I think next year, I based on the way the ratings are going and the Golden Bachelor getting double the ratings that Bachelor in Paradise is, I think next year... I'm assuming they're going to have a Golden Bachelor or Golden Bachelorette. hasn't been officially announced, but why wouldn't you bring uh, that totally. franchise back? I, I can't. Yeah, it's going to be Susan. I can't imagine. Well, it's not going to be Susan, but I can't it's imagine. It's going to be Susan, Steve. It's going to be Susan. I know you want to put that out into the world, but uh, there's probably zero chance that happens. Um, Don't tell me that. <laughs> I, I I know that the uh, the franchise would come back just because – it's it's done so well, but yeah. I just don't think there's any way they do the three hours on Thursday night again because it's not working for Bachelor. It it it, it killed Bachelor in Paradise for them ratings wise. Like I, I think totally. they're gonna split it up or maybe go back to Monday nights. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do this, but they have to know. They've clearly seen what has happened with the ratings and three hours in one night every single week might be too much for people. Um, yeah, it just seems like putting it behind golden bachelor is not working I don't do know. you get screeners no no I, oh, I the only one i get screeners for are non-bachelor related shows and that's if i am covering it and ask for them like f boy island and uh and special forces are the two that i get screeners for so okay um, i'm dying for a screener we used to have a hookup on the dl but we don't have it anymore <laughs> Yeah, no, I've ne- no, they're cracking I've down never cracking down on it. For the longest time, they used to put the first episode of the season yeah, up for the media to cover and give right. their non-spoilers and obviously I had access to that and then they changed it to a different format and uh I haven't had the first episode spoiler a season screener for I don't know, 5 or 6 seasons now. So, yeah. Um how about Joey season? Have you been following along with that? <clears throat> Why am I? So but spoiler. Well, we don't do spoilers on our podcast, so we like to watch it as much as possible in an authentic. Like we don't want to know. We want to yeah. try to really figure out who wins. So no, we don't know spoilers, but like we know we know who Joey is. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. I know. I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you don't know. So right. You don't know that we're like where they're at in filming right now. They're at hometowns right now. Just to let you know. Okay, we don't want to know spoilers though. Okay, did you did you look at the women when it came, when they came out? Jackie has a theory on this. She hates doing that. Ooh, what's the, what's your theory, Jackie? Well, I mean, it's not really a, so much a theory, just like a, a firm stance that I really don't like when people because I feel like whenever all the women come out, people always will release like their thoughts on the women and they make guesses and stuff, and I just like that's annoying don't know how that's based in in anything you know what i mean like they're just going off of like a picture and a little bio so i almost don't even think it's worth trying to figure it out until we really like go through night one i think night one is really when you start to see like how they're editing things and how they're like putting people in certain orders and who they're focusing on and you can kind of then start to make your predictions but i think up until that point it's just speculation you know oh it's incredibly annoying it's very, it's very yeah. prejudgy. And the other thing is, when they release these women on Facebook at the beginning of the season, you know, a few days before filming starts, 
all these women's Instagram pages are off. So you can't even dissect their Instagram and see yeah. all the, you know, thirst trap pictures that they've posted over the, you know, the months leading up to them going on the show. There's nothing right. you can dissect other than here's their one picture they submitted to the show for them to release. Now, if they, if you happen to Google their name and stuff comes up, clearly you might find something there. But there mm-hmm. isn't a lot, even now, even going through it now, and everybody that follows the daily uh, spoilers of Joey's season is very well aware of who the final four are. And already I'm getting stuff sent to me about, you know, I, you know, look, everyone's allowed to have an opinion. I'm not saying you can't have an opinion, but it's almost like pointless. Like, well, I don't really yeah. care what you think about these final four considering mm-hmm. you haven't even seen them play out on TV yet and you don't know anything about how they act on the show. So what does it matter what you say about, Oh, I think, uh, you know, he gave her the first hometown because of this. And no, it just, no. It's, right. It's like based on what? Yeah. It's based on nothing. We'll say like, I like pretty much forgot about Joey though. Like I, I think the the gap between when the season ends versus when like they actually air it is such a long gap. Like if you guys remember, there's an envelope that needs to be open on night one that they teased at the end of charity season. Like, does anyone even remember that? Like, <laughs> I just feel like it's such a distant memory that that happened. Oh, they do. We, do you have any insight about that? Oh yeah. I already spoiled it. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, wait, do you want to know? Should we, should we know? It's not, I Jackie? mean, it's, it's a thing, but it's not like it's huge. Major. I mean, Wait, okay, can I think I, that's a good enough thing for us to know. Like, yeah. that's not wait, too squirrely. Can I guess? So, can I guess? Yeah. Is it that yes. she, um, it, I feel like to automatically get a rose is super lame. I really hope it's not that. To send someone else home, that's the type of, type of drama I'm here for. It's close, um, it's close it, to that. It's, but it's neither? It's neither. But it's okay, closer but it, to the one sending someone home? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, I thought a friend. Um, so I, I think the way it played out is the way it should have played out. I'm not really sure if that's how producers want it to play out, but I think the way it does play out is, I think, was the only move uh, for her. Okay, what what does the envelope say? I'm so excited. <clears throat> the envelope uh, she opens on night one allows her to steal a one-on-one date during the season. Oh my oh, god, that's good. Wait, that's fucking awesome. But <laughs> um on the first night when she opens it, I, I'm sure I'm assuming I'm assuming everybody there knows what the contents of the letter are. I don't know if she mm-hmm. has to open it in front of everybody or she opens it uh, when she comes out of the limo and then she tells everybody inside or whatever. But because it says you can steal a one-on-one, she tells Joey that she doesn't want to have to steal anybody's one-on-one. Joey should want to give her one, so she throws the letter in the fire. Oh my Ugh. god! And she and that ends up getting her the first impression, Rose. So, oh, oh, wait, we didn't ask for that. Oh my god, yeah. this is so crazy. <laughs> wait, okay, this makes this ten times worse because I had such an issue with the whole envelope thing to begin with. I was like, the only thing worse than hyping up something for an entire finale is to not even tell us at the end of the finale what it is. Now you have to wait three months to find out what the envelope is. Then you wait three months to find out what the envelope is and it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I mean, it matters in the sense that it ends up getting her the first impression rose, but like I, I was talking to Chad about this from game of roses and you know, I, I had told him before I announced it publicly 
what it was because I thought it was an interesting, you know, the way they cover the show. It's an interesting game move because yeah, let's like just it. say she would have kept it. It is an immediate target if you steal somebody's one-on-one. And mm-hmm. while the girls wouldn't like it, I'm thinking, okay, let's just say Joey says, uh, you know, there's there's not a girl named April on Joey's season, but let's just say, hey, April, I'm giving you a one-on-one. And Leah steps in and says, you know what, Joey? I want Leah. I want April's one-on-one. Well, then Joey would just give April a one-on-one the next episode. It's not like he's going to be like, oh, I, I can't give this woman a one-on-one now because it was stolen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it really ended when you think about it. Who cares if a if a, a date was stolen? He would just give that girl who got her date stolen a one-on-one the next episode, you know? So it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal even if Leah did do it. As long as that girl ended up getting a one-on-one, what does it matter? Maybe – so it, it's like it wouldn't even have really – given her a target on her back i don't think you know Mm -hmm. so it kind of ended up being a whole lot of nothing but it does play a role in in night one in that joey looked at it as a very noble thing to do and he was really impressed by the fact that she said you know i don't even want to use this i don't want to steal somebody's one-on-one i'm going to throw the letter in the fire and that he he was impressed by that so he gave her the first impression rose because of it throw the letter in the fire so dramatic as if she didn't burn the letter (laughs) it it would mean something yeah i mean yeah she could have ripped it up same thing i mean same idea but apparently i guess she threw it in the fire and um but yeah yeah i'm I'm sure a lot of people are when the show starts in january gonna be like oh yeah that's right back in fucking uh (laughs) august she he got she got this letter at the after the final rose you know it's like okay or wait so funny wait when was this Uh, it no, it was your it, August. Yeah, August. Okay. Yeah, charities. Yeah, charities after the final rose. Yeah, it was just yeah. like okay, that's right. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people forgot. Only the diehards that follow along, uh, and the Reddit dorks that follow along on this daily. Uh, the only ones that they're the only ones that know, and the only ones that care. Most people turn off their brains when it comes to this show, and are just like, oh yeah, Joey's film. Oh, that's right, Joey. You know, they have a lot of buildup. And they build up Joey and they announce him as the new bachelor on charities after the final rose. Everyone's excited, but you don't get to see him again for another four months. You know, like I said, the diehards follow along and they know what's been going on on Joey season. But that's such a such a small percentage of their audience. So, yeah, I don't know what they can do. I mean, in the meantime, they're airing Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. You, I mean, you still have this franchise's programming, but. I mean, I mean, you did throw Joey into the into Jerry, Gary's pickleball date. That reminded me. Yeah, of but like as, as like a background person, like we yeah. covered that, and I was just like him being there. Like Joey's great, we love him, but like he served no purpose being there, and like they didn't make that big of a deal about him. I actually, the fact that I forgot about him, I don't think is the best sign. He's just kind of. I don't know. I feel like they could have done a better job at hyping him up to make the cameo. Tell us why. Like, he just was, like, very in and out and didn't get a lot of airtime. Oh, so did you not see the video that they posted online? No. After after the episode aired? No. Oh, I figured you guys would have covered it. Um, No, no. When Trista... What they do? Trista was the one before the women showed up. There's a video, it's like a two-minute video that uh, ABC released after that episode aired. Trista's the one that told Joey on that date before the women showed up that he's The Bachelor. That was the reason he what? was there. Yeah. Oh. Wait, so this was this was filming while... Was, this was the before the After the Final Rose. So Joey knew before After the Final Rose. Well, clearly he knew. But Why the fuck wouldn't they show that? Like, on the show? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like a two-minute video on AB. On that's such a cute YouTube moment. Page. Well, that's the interesting thing. If you watch the video, Trista's like a thousand times more excited than Joey is because she's like, you're our new bachelor. And she's like squealing. You know, Trista gets very excited. And Joey's like, oh, wow, this, this is great. Like, it was almost like, because she's like, did you know? Did you have an idea? He's like, well, you know, I, 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 I had an idea, but I, you know, I don't know for sure. And, you know, now that I do, it's going to be really cool to have my own season. And it's just like, wow, okay, that was really anticlimactic. <laughs> so maybe that's why they didn't show it, because Joey's reaction was kind of like a little ho-hummish. Like, yeah. Figured, so weird. Figured it was going to be me. You know, I don't know. I, it was just, I don't think it was the, I don't think it was the reaction they were hoping for. That's my guess. But they could know. always direct like, why him and they say, shoot like, it again then? Yeah, and take like, it again. <laughs> yeah. Can you be a little bit more excited? I know. You should You should watch it because you'll be like, why is Trista more excited than Joey? Um, oh, that's too funny. But yeah, it was, it's like two minutes and, you know, she comes onto the pickleball court while he's there and she tells him that you're our new bachelor. And I'm just like, so then now my mind goes back to the night of after the Fauna Rose when, number one, He's sitting there on the couch after they show his breakup with Charity. Like the whole time he's sitting there, he's known he's the bachelor. Yeah. Like nothing. So it's just, it really puts it, it, it just, it makes you think about things a little bit differently, I guess. I don't know. Totally. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to talk? So we've talked Golden Bachelor. We've talked Bachelor in Paradise. Um, well, I still want to. I don't. Go on. Go I ahead. don't want to derail you, but I need to know why you think Susan's not going to be the Golden Bachelorette. She, she, didn't, she didn't even get a one-on-one date. Like she's was so kind what? of relevant to the season, and all of her clips are in the ex, All of her clips were either online or during the credits. <laughs> like Steve, did we watch the same show? Susan yeah, is a goddess, yeah. and she's going to be yeah. the Golden Bachelorette. Mark my words, the star of the show. Can't argue with Break somebody who's. Star, it's hard to argue with somebody who's like not being objective. The most She's the most memorable. What do you mean she didn't get any clips on the show? Like she was the show. She never even got a one-on-one date. So what? She didn't. She wasn't a match with Gary. That doesn't mean she's she's ABC knows she's the favorite. Like they know. <laughs> yeah. We're who watching, do you we're, think? Who's gonna be Teresa? Don't tell uh, us who wins because we don't know. I don't know who wins. Actually, I just know the final two. Okay. I knew, well, I, I knew the we... three and two, but I don't know who wins. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just is the final. I, I, I is the final two what? Leslie and Teresa. Uh, yeah, yeah. But tell me. Okay, well, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. So okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's Leslie and Jackie thinks it's Teresa. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. It's weird that I don't know this late. There's only I think three episodes left. Um, I have not found out. I'm. I'm thinking I might find out this week. I'm not sure. I'm hoping to. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, looking at it. Uh, it seems like, it seems like it'd be Leslie. I mean, um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Leslie, but because didn't he, it, 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 this was weird on last week's episode when they were at the, uh, amusement park, didn't he like, yep. didn't he like tell Leslie, like, you're my girl? Like, do you say that to yes. somebody you're not, you're not going to pick? Yep. I, I don't know. Maybe he just, maybe just slipped out. I don't know. But. Yeah, he did. No, he, say, did. he did say that to her. I don't know. It seems like it's gonna be her. But then again, the other thing is, we don't know if they're even doing a Golden Bachelorette. They might do just another Golden Bachelor because I don't think they can do both in a season. You can't have a Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor, and Golden Bachelorette. You can't do five shows in one season. So either next season, what about they're gonna repeat Golden it. Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. <laughs> um. 
I, well, you don't have enough contestants yet to, to fill a, a no, not yet. A season but one day. On beach. Um, oh, what was I going to ask about? Uh, I guess I was I was going to ask you who you think is going to win um, about Golden Bachelor. Um, there was another thing I wanted to ask you about the brand, right? <sighs> totally, totally. I'm totally drawing a blank now. Talk about, talk about yourselves. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, was it the scammer? Oh, yes. Well, I mean, I was still on the Golden Bachelor stuff. I thought oh, okay. I, I thought I had Sorry. one other thing, but no, I forgot about that. But, you know, something that's happened to you guys recently, and you've been very vocal about this, Stephanie, on social media, which you should be, mm. is the fact that, um, you know, as independent people and content creators, the way we get paid is by advertisers, advertising on our podcasts and it's crazy because in the six years coming up on seven years that I've had a podcast, I've never had an advertiser skimp out on paying. And you guys had a very unfortunate situation recently where you did uh, for somebody that you did a lot of advertising for, and you've been yeah. very vocal about it. Then they decided to take to social media and didn't like the way you went about calling them out. And I thought that was bullshit because it didn't make a lot of sense. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're, you know when they gave their statement, it was like, hey, there's two sides to every story. We will not be discussing the in-depth details on social media as we do not conduct our business that way. And my take is, well, it's easy for you to say that, but the reason you even went public is because they won't speak to you behind the scenes. So kind of fill people in on what the hell happened here with this advertiser, Goss Media. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Jackie, do you want us to talk? <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, the the gist of it is we, uh, Goss reached out to us wanting to advertise on our podcast. We had a call with them, talked over like our different pay structures. Obviously, this is all like reiterated in email after the call of like, it's this much for this type of ad. It's this much for this type of ad. They picked a package. They wrote up a contract. They wrote it themselves sent it to us. We both signed. We um, delivered on our end. And this was several weeks of us um, advertising with them. So like we sent them the first one and they're like, great job. We love it. We do the second one. And they're like, okay, great. We'll pay you this week. And then um, when it came time to pay, they we ended up getting on a call with the CEO who has decided that um, the contract is null and void and they're not going to pay us. So that's kind of where we are now. And, you know, I think Stephanie said this when we were talking about it earlier on our podcast that like, you know, we just felt so powerless in the situation. So of course we had to kind of like take it public and try to get some sort of conversation going about it because what else are we supposed to do in that situation? You know, like there's not really much for like two independent content creators to kind of do there. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and Oh, God. Well, I was going to say, when they said, oh, first off, question about the advertising itself. Do you remember, how many ads did you do for them? We did two, but we, they bought a package of three, but the two that ran were fully bought out episodes. So they paid a premium so that we wouldn't have other advertisers in the episode. So we actually declined. There was one advertiser that wanted to run in the premiere of Golden Bachelor, and we turned them down. So we turned down money, too. On top of all this, we turned mm -hmm. down an advertiser 
so they paid for that and we it wasn't just a 60 second ad it was um like we weaved them in and out of the conversation which it was easy to do because they're an app that uh, i don't want to fucking promote them no fuck that yeah. uh, it was easy to do so it didn't feel like an ad but we were it was more than just a 60 second ad which is why the package was bigger yeah um so we did so to answer your question it was two full episodes like two podcasts uh two recaps episodes that we fully promote them on well when they when you had that phone call and they said the contract is null and void <laughs> what was the reasoning oh. they just they, they didn't like the the pricing well no the the reason it was null and void is because they said that the um i don't want to say her title because i don't want to out her but the person that we were dealing with who is has a very high up title the ceo said that she doesn't have authority to sign contracts which that's an internal issue, isn't it? Like if this girl is just like haphazardly signing contracts with not re regarding the CEO, isn't that your team's problem? Like who would blame the content creator in that situation? Are we supposed to question the person who's sending us the contract and say, are you really supposed to be the one signing this? Like we've been doing this for two years. We've never had a brand pull this shit before. Yeah. So she is pissed that she didn't know about the like, logistics i guess and i guess didn't approve it and the but we have a signed contract from them at the end of the day and in regards to their statement them saying like we're not gonna air out specifics of the of the, the deal please do like because all it will do is make us look better of course they don't want to air out that they're they hired us to do a job we did the job and you're not paying and the fact that they're like oh we're waiting to hear from their lawyers but you're not saying why we need lawyers Tell them why we needed lawyers because you're not paying. Like everything that they ref they chose to not include in their little statement is strategic, I think. And what are they doing behind the scenes to rectify the situation? They're not. It's not like they're in mediation Nothing. with you and like, hey, no, how, no. hey, how can we work this out? They're just basically ghosting you, right? Well, yeah. so th they are right when they said the last thing that we said to them was, you'll be hearing from our attorneys. That is true. Um, we haven't reached out to them since. Uh, but I would think that the CEO could then, you would think after they stiffed us on the amount of money that they owe us, to know that we have to hire attorneys now on top of this, why would they be okay with us doing that? We, I mean, the amount of money that it would cost to hire a lawsuit and do, like hire a lawyer and go through with the lawsuit is going to be more than what they owe us anyway. And I think they, they, they know that. Um, so they know that this isn't a real threat. So truly the only thing we had to get any type of justice is to go public with the story. Like that's I don't think we're gonna get paid. Do you, Jackie? No. <laughs> and yeah, and, and that sucks because they are the corporation and if they wanna withhold it, your really only way to go about getting that money is, you know, small claims court. And like you said, it's just gonna it's gonna be more to deal with lawyers and stuff like that than what they owe you yeah. so it's like shit. well and I jackie went with small i went to the court yeah and i learned so much um so i guess <laughs> the thing with small claims court is um it, you really can only do it with um businesses that are within the same state and they're based in the uk so like you can't go through small claims court internationally um and they're like so basically your only choice is to do like a real civil lawsuit because um, in small claims court, you don't need an attorney. You can represent yourself. A real civil lawsuit, you need an attorney to do that. And so they're like, because they're based in the UK, you have to go through like a real lawsuit and like hire an attorney and do all that. And yeah, that would be 
thousands of dollars to start it's like five hundred dollars an hour just to get a lawyer then on top of that they recoup like one third of whatever you win back just like it looks like it'll be upwards of like 10 grand and they do not owe us 10 grand so it just didn't seem like a logical choice to move forward with that and again i just feel like they're benefiting from the fact that they know that they know that this is it's Mm -hmm. a good amount of money i think it's like someone's rent that they owe us but but i think they know that we're not going to spend ten thousand dollars to get back a lower amount you know yeah no and it sucks and i've never i've never and i've never had this happen to me but to to know that they came after you like it's not like you reached out to them and they said oh yeah yeah oh yeah we'd add you guys to our list um do you know who else they have advertised do you know what other podcasts have dealt with them have you talked to anybody behind the scenes no i just don't even i've been at that and i don't know how i could go about finding that out like where would i even search for that no one has come to me since I've posted the videos and said anything, but I didn't share this on our podcast. So this is some exclusive tea for you, Although Steve. You, you but did, um, you did share it on my text. I know that. I think I know what you're going to talk about, right? Oh, yes, I did text you it. Yeah. Um. So there was a former, this is not even Tom, Jackie, but there was a former Goss employee who wrote me and said, hi, just wanted to let you know I used to work there and it is a toxic workplace and I fully support what you're doing and I'm happy that the manipulation of that company is finally being exposed and she is just a former employee. And I was able to, I fact-checked that and it is a former employee. So just crazy. That made me feel a little bit better. Yeah, no, it is. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if there's a way to find out. I just didn't know if, because you know how you know how it sometimes works on advertising, especially podcast advertising, where a lot of us are doing the same ads, you know, same kind of ads. Yeah. And I don't know if you had heard a similar podcast to yours um, promoting them. That's why I was just didn't know oh, if you no. heard that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it's a horrible situation to be in. It sucks. Most of them that you do advertising with, they don't pay up front. You just have to run their ads and then they pay, you know, net yeah. net 30, net 60, something like that. So you're kind of always at the mercy. But when you deal with people like this and, you, and you're in this podcasting world where podcasting advertising is, is a big thing, you just don't think that companies are just not going to flat out pay for work that you did for them. So well, I, that's why you didn't do anything so wrong. Important, yeah. You know, um, and just goes back to kind of like the whole main thing. Like, you know, if you have a signed document saying that they're guaranteed to pay you to not honor that is pretty shady. Cause we are really at the mercy of these contracts. Yeah, you are. And I, you know, it's funny because outside of a couple standalone ones, I never see the contracts when someone's, you know, when people that sell my advertising say, Hey, you got, uh, you got to run uh, green chef. I never ever see the actual contracts. I have a middle person that does that. So I'm kind of at the mercy and I maybe I should start paying more attention. There's a couple that I have seen because they came to me separately versus the person the the middle person that does my sales. So um yeah, it's it's really weird now that I think about it because technically if they're willing to skimp out on a contract that is signed, you know, that technically shows that anybody could do that if they just feel like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay." Oh, it's a really scary um it's really scary to realize that like you're doing all this work, you're putting in all this time and effort and someone may just be like, you know what? Fuck yourself. And we're screwed. And that's kind of where we're at. We are having a lawyer um, draft up an email 
to them though this week. So I'm hoping that at this rate, it's like, look, I, we shared two videos about what happened. It clearly, you're not happy with it because it shows you looking pretty shady. If you at this point don't respond to the lawyer and say, all right, look, we'll just pay. We're not happy with how things went down, but we want to move forward from this, which I think it is what you should do. Uh, I think that would be a really bad move yeah. on their part. You would think you would think a very easy move here would just be, you know what? We don't like the fact that you called us out publicly, but, you know, we understand it or whatever. Let's just settle this. And, you know, we don't talk about it publicly um, anyway. I'm sorry that that happened to you guys. That's fucking terrible. I hate that. Uh, especially, like I said, we're independent people. We're in uh, content creators that rely on podcast advertising to get by. We're not doing this for free, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It just time is money, and it, to not get paid for something that you do for somebody, that's really bad. Um, so, um, if we could possibly end this podcast on even more of a downer, unfortunately. Oh no! Oh god. <laughs> So this past weekend, obviously, we had heard about the tragic passing of, of Matthew Perry. Um, yeah. Just top of your head, uh, were you guys were you guys huge Friends fans? Obviously, did it, how how did this news? Where were you when you heard oh the news? God. How did it affect you, Jackie? You go first. Yeah, I mean, I've been a huge Friends fan for my whole life. Like Stephanie and I, I feel like we've almost kind of bonded over it a little bit because, like so often in our episodes we're always kind of like making like little meme references and stuff and so there's a lot of our content in our podcast episodes that reference like funny friends moments and stuff it's definitely been a big part of my life um growing up with the show and so yeah it's really just so heartbreaking to see um you know someone who you know really had struggled for a long time and yeah i was because this was over the weekend, I, I was like getting ready to like go out for Halloween. And um, a mm. friend of mine was like, oh my God, Matthew Perry passed away. And, you know, I think there's still details coming out about like the full situation. But of course, like knowing how much he struggled in his life. And, you know, I had watched the reunion um, that HBO did uh, a couple years ago. And we saw, I think that was like the most recent time I kind of like saw how Matthew Perry was doing. And it was very obvious that like, you know, he struggled a lot. So I think my first reaction was like, was this, suicide a a drug relapse overdose and i think people are still kind of um unsure of exactly what happened with his drowning in the hot tub whether that was yeah cardiac arrest or drugs or you know a planned thing um so yeah it's just it's really heartbreaking to see someone who clearly has impacted so many people's lives in such a positive way um really just have a really tragic end like this it's devastating um, real quickly, Jackie, what were you for Halloween? What was I for Halloween? <laughs> Switching gears from very sad things to more fun, I guess. So I was, um, I was a scarecrow because I did a uh, wizard of Oz with some of my friends. Oh. So I, I got the short end of the stick having <laughs> to be the freaking scarecrow, the, like the least cute costume, but I feel like I tried to, I, I made it cute. Um, no, you and- rocked it. Did it, did it get it? Did it get itchy during the night? Did you, uh, no, did you I have had hay um, in, in your arms. Well, I had some hay, like little like bracelet things that I had like around my wrist. So we made it work. Okay. Um, and then I went to a party that was a conspiracy theory themed, and I was the moon landing. So I had like an astronaut jumpsuit. Oh, you had two different costumes for Halloween this year. Oh, I have okay. three. I'm going out again Halloween for real. So <laughs> and what? Um, and what's that one? We're very committed over here. 
Uh, I'm being Queen of Hearts on actual Halloween. Gotcha. So, okay. Um, look out for those on my TikTok and Instagram. But but yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of like what you said. I mean, we don't know. I mean, the autopsy hasn't come back yet. But you know, when you hear. Yeah. When you hear there was a drowning in a jacuzzi, like clearly it had nothing to do with him not being able to swim in a jacuzzi, you know. Right. So it's like, you know, and I, I even said this on my pocket this morning, like, I hope we find out that, you know, even though this is tragic, I hope we find out that, you know, his, uh, you know, heart just kind of gave out from all the drugs he has done in the past versus, mm-hmm. man, I don't want to hear that he relapsed. And this is. Oh, how, my God. I'm like know? so upset over this. It's, it's awful. I am like devastated i was laying in bed and i saw a tiktok and you know how like it could be a person in front of a screen so it was a person in front of a screen and the back of like the screen was a tmz and it said matthew Perry dead and on me i was like no 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 so i get out of tiktok and i immediately just go to tmz because i'm thinking like you know how you could fake that like people just photoshop Mm -hmm. things and they're stupid on tiktok sometimes i'm like oh this is photoshop like no way and I go to TMZ, and when I tell you I stared at my phone with my jaw open for, like, a solid 20 minutes, like, I could not. I still do not believe that this happened. I'm in complete shock. Like, I feel like this is, like, this is someone that was, like, our friend. Like, we know him, even though we obviously didn't get the luxury of knowing him in real life. Like, I just feel like this is someone that has touched so many lives, and it's, absolutely devastating like this one hurts like this is like a robin williams like this hurts more than um others have in the past it's just it's really heartbreaking and i think you know last year when he came out with his book and he did his media tour remember he did the whole sit down with i believe i believe it was diane sawyer very Mm -hmm. very open about yeah he goes i can watch each season he goes i don't like to watch the shows because every time i watch episodes i know exactly what drug i was on during that episodes based on my body changing over the years like oh this was the op- this is the season i was on opiates this is the season i was on alcohol you know i was drinking too much this is the season mm-hmm. i was taking pills like i mean he's said that vocally in interviews and it's like the guy owned his mistakes and you just you hope that he didn't you know relapse i don't you know we'll find out soon enough i'm sure but um uh, it, it's, it is really sad because, um, not that in, and I had mentioned this today, not that there hasn't been sarcasm on television before, or even in movies, but I think it's really safe to say that in the television sitcom, I think he put sarcasm on the map. Like, I don't think there was anybody before him that was as memorable for being the sarcastic one on their show than him. He he made a character all about the way he acted it and the way he was able to make it his own. And I just think it was like, yeah, it's like it's crazy to think. Like clearly there was sarcasm in TV and movies before Friends came around, but have you can you think of one character that was as memorable with the way their character was built around sarcasm than Chandler Bing? Probably not. No. I can't. You know, it's like, and even since then, I don't know. It's just a memorable, memorable character. Now, I haven't, you know, I was watching football a lot of the weekend, and obviously- Hey, Steve, Steve, sorry, hold on. Jackie's calling me. I guess, did she drop out of the call? Oh, she must have. Hold on, let me me answer. Hold on. Okay, we'll leave it. We'll leave it recording. This isn't a big deal. You'll get it right on. Oh, maybe I'll. 
maybe I'll take that part out. Hi, Jack. Jackie's back. That was so weird. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I like didn't touch anything. The call just dropped. Oh, okay. I'm back. Well, we were talking about Matthew. Um, yes. I guess like I, I was watching football weekend, so maybe I missed it, but I was kind of looking for it. And look, they all have their own lives, and clearly this is devastating to them. But have any of the other five friends released a statement yet? I haven't seen any. Not that no. I've seen, no. Okay. Not so, yet. so, I mean, it's understandable. I'm just, you know, I didn't know. I went to all five of their Instagram pages and nobody had released anything. Jennifer Anderson doesn't have an Instagram page unless I just didn't find it. Yeah, she does. Oh, well, there were so many like fan page ones and I was looking for oh, no, she a has one, one with a check mark and I guess I couldn't find it. Um, but no, I expect that coming uh, this week. I just, you know, you don't know. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer for people that are super close you're not going to release something hours after it happens you know well um, i kind yeah. of hate that like mentality of today's world though like the second you feel something you have to immediately post and share for strangers on the internet like as if grieving him in private is not allowed i, I think there's been a lot of people that are like almost harassing them like why haven't you said anything about matthew as if them telling us who don't we don't know them yeah like is more important than them privately grieving their friend the, just so i just hate that mentality the one that i noticed i went to i when i saw on courtney cox's instagram page i i saw she had put up a bunch of instagram stories saturday afternoon and she mm-hmm. was on like a family uh, she was like out of town with family and she was celebrating with a bunch of people so it's like clearly I mean, I, I didn't expect anything from her because it seemed like she was literally doing something else and everyone else was probably doing their own thing. But th- it it hits a lot more for the people that directly worked with him um, to where they might even release a collective statement. I don't know if we're going to get five different ones. We probably don't even need oh, yeah, that's five true. different ones. Probably would be a collective one. Um, but yeah, just a, God, just an awful story. Um, 54 years old, just, ugh. You know, um, memorable guy. And, you know, you want to you want to say like, I, like I said, I, we'll find out more this week. But it's just a tragic story all around. There's really no other way around it. And what a bummer ending to this podcast, huh? You know, I mean, I know. <laughs> God, do we, have a, do we have a joke we could tell or something? <laughs> yeah. What, what's something lighthearted we can end with? OK, here, here's what's, something. Uh, well, you know what? We'll end it with this. I'm going to tell you guys something off air that I know you'll get a kick out of that I heard gossip wise. So uh, that'll end this thing on a positive note. I don't want to say it on air. So anyway, um, uh, Jackie, <laughs> so we get the happy ending. And yeah. the- wait, wait, wait. But then it's still a bad ending for everyone else. Well, well, Just- well we're laughing right now. We're giggling. So. Wait, can you tell Can you tell it for everyone? I'm see, guys, no. I'm looking out for you. You no. you don't want to tell them? No, because it's, yeah. it's it's one of these things where. It's 100% true, but it's still under the gossip category, and there's no way that I can prove it. So if I run with okay. it, it turns into I turn into Dumois, and I don't want to be Dumois. It's the last thing I want to be. So um, okay. not going to say it publicly, but I have no problem telling you guys privately. So Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So Jackie, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate thank it. You. Uh check out their podcast. She's all batch, Patreon and on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, and you'll get to hear more about uh what they're going through legally and their takes <laughs> on Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. So ladies, yeah. thanks again for coming on. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. 
Thanks to Stephanie and Jackie. I really appreciate it. Go check out their podcast. She's all batch. I'm sure you've heard it by now, but really uh, they do some great breakdowns and obviously they have a Patreon account if you want to sign up for that, but always a good talk with them. want to have them on usually every three to four months. I'll be on their podcast probably right around the time Joey season starts airing since I'll have more uh, spoilers by then. Um, but yeah, great having them on and go check them out. Always will prop up the uh, content creators and the independent ones that uh, like myself and Dave and she's all batch and game of roses because you know, we didn't come in with a built-in audience. We built our own audiences. We didn't come off of a television show where people already knew us. So I'll always give props uh, to people like that. So thank you uh, all for listening. Uh, please rate and subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also check out She's All Batch when you can. So for Jackie Maroney, Stephanie Parker, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!